skyscraper, record player, Kentucky 80 proof, a telephone, a radio, and footprints on the moon, a plane, the car, and all the parts that make a light bulb shine. There's a lot of things a man made, and one reason why. Welcome to the Arch City Music Podcast from the Barn Studio. Have Austin here. How's it going, Austin? It's going great, Chad. How are you? Good. You caught the chicks last night? I caught the chicks last night. It cooled down just enough. And yeah. That was a show. <laughs> yeah. Third show in what, like a week? Third show in five days, if you want to be technical about it. <laughs> you've, been, you've been going hard in the paint. And speaking of hard in the paint, we got a special guest online with us right now. We have Matt Stell. Matt, how's it going? What's up, crew? How y'all doing? Yeah, I bring up hard in the paint because basketball player. Man, I used to get a bucket every now and again. I'm good for, <laughs> I'm good for, get get you a little double double if you need it, you know, in your in your city league. Well, at six seven, I'd hope so. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> man, it's good for double doubles. It's real, real awful for uh, airline seats. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I bet. You're not too far from us, so we're in Farmington, Missouri. I'm not sure if you know where that's at or not, but we're oh, kind of yeah. – you do know? Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. I played – so I went – I played ball in Springfield, Missouri, at Drury. So yeah. I played against Umsol and and, uh, and all of those uh, places. So I, I know my way around Missouri pretty good. You grew up in Center Ridge, Arkansas. Tell us a little bit about coming up in Arkansas, like mid-Arkansas. Yeah, man. Well, you know, I, I was from a real small town. You know, my family had been there for a long time, and – um you know, it's like the kind of place you have to make your own fun. Kind of grew up on, on cattle farms, ranches for for most of my life. And then, you know, I, I actually did spend a lot of my childhood though. When uh, my mom got remarried, we moved to Florida, so I was down in kind of on the Florida Gulf Coast, um, kind of South Florida there, for a lot of my time too. So, which was which was great, uh, but it was very different, you know, from from the beach and from kind of a. I guess you would kind of say suburban kind of beach life to, to being back in the country and, and uh, on the farm and around all my family in Arkansas. So, man, it was great. So when you weren't playing basketball or, or the farm life, were you, how'd you get involved in music? I love music. I, I kind of thought everybody loved music. And then I found out that I loved it like <laughs> a lot, lot. And uh, when I was in, in college, you know, when you're playing basketball, it's a winter sport. So you're you're on campus the whole winter break. You don't go home. You, know, you get a couple of days off for Christmas, but that's it. So through that whole like month, five weeks, just practice and that's it. So I got tired of playing PlayStation uh, with my teammates and had a guitar that uh, that my mom had got me when I was a kid that I never touched. You know, after Christmas morning, and uh, she brought it up to school, and I sat in front of my computer screen and learned how to play all the songs you learn how to play on acoustic guitar and. Man, it wasn't much long after that. I started writing songs. I kind of got into kind of singer-songwriter stuff. A lot of it coming out of Texas, that kind of Texas country thing, real independent kind of vibe. And and so I, uh, you know, that was how I learned. And I just kept at it until I until I quit sucking because I sucked for a while, <laughs> but uh, I kept at it. <laughs> was it one of those situations where you kind of started playing covers and bars? And um... yeah, man, yes, I started playing covers and bars. But you know, just about as soon as I could rub four chords together, I, I was writing songs. And uh, so I would even, you know, I'd be playing 
you know, playing my uh, my original songs, you know, while I'm sitting there trying to play covers. People are like, oh, I've never heard this song. And they'll be like, yeah, no one has because I just made it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you mentioned Texas country being something that you came up with, and I saw that you've wrote songs for people like Bart Crow, Casey Donahue, and the John D. Hale Band, right? Yeah, Cody Johnson as well. That was just kind of recently, but yeah, man. Big fans of, uh, I just, you know, that kind of music, I, I, I would, I, that was my first like love because I, there, it was so independent, you know, it was like, it was like indie country in a lot of ways. Right. And I just vibed with that so hard, you know, and, and, uh, the music doesn't all sound the same, you know, Texas country sounds like a lot of different things or, or red dirt country or even kind of Americana, you know, it sounds like a lot of different stuff, but the thing that it has in common is it's very, very independent. So. That was what I always loved about it, and that's what I, you know, try to take away from it. You know, even now is, uh, you know, the music I make now is is to try to, uh, you know, still kind of do something independent and something different. So, when in the timeline here, you said you started singing, writing songs in college. Did you start playing shows while you were still in Springfield, or how long did that take? Yeah, man, I started playing songs while I was still actually in school playing ball. <laughs> my uh, my coach found out and was not thrilled about that so i uh i started playing under a pseudonym while i was uh while i was still playing ball there at jury and and um that was a fun time man i was we had a pretty good team and i would hoop and then we would go and um and then i'd go to a bar and and you know play hopefully original music but just play music all night you know and, and uh <laughs> like yeah that. it was it was crazy you're living a Hannah Montana lifestyle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, now, would that have been before Hannah Montana was cool? Did they uh, fail to, to give you credit for that? Yeah, that was all based on me. That's total bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it up with Miley. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're hitting the Springfield, Missouri circuit, then did, did you ever make it down to Branson? Did you play any Branson shows? Man, not, no. I mean, I played some shows like in Branson of my music or there around. But, right. you know, that's just such a different different kind of vibe there yeah. and and uh you nope. know that's not where that's not where people go to make it that's where sure. people go to to quit making it <laughs> you know what i mean like that's i shouldn't say it that way it's for people it's it's where a lot of musicians go and that's kind of you know it's a great gig you know they make good money and they and they get to work like decent hours and play great golf right there around it so it's like oh, it's yeah. something to yeah, aspire okay. to but but yeah that's not where you start that's where you finish we are joined here by Matt Stealth. We are going to be catching you a little over a week, June 24th, at the camp at Lake Wapapella. So if you're familiar with Missouri, that's not too far from you either. Just four hours, right? Oh, 100%, man. I, so that whole southeast Missouri area, man, I had so much fun there. Even at the camp there at Lake Wapapella, man, had a bunch of fun playing around Poplar Bluff and stuff like that. Made some great friends. So that's going to be a, that's going to be an unbelievable show. We, we did it... Um, I guess last year, maybe it was before the pandemic. I can't remember. Uh, all those years kind of run together, but uh, it's so much fun. It is. It's a. It's always a party, and we're gonna. We're gonna definitely throw down this time. I didn't know you had been to the camp before. So is this? this yeah, man. Now it's, is this your first time playing it, or did we miss a show there? No, man. Y'all must have missed the show. We were. Uh, we were there. I guess I can't remember when it. May I think I want to say last year. Now, I could be wrong. Like I said, it could be the pandemic situation, but I think it was last year. Man, it's great. You know, like I said, I made a bunch of a bunch of friends from that region, and and uh, the radio's always always cool to us, and and I played a lot of music down around those parts. So uh, it's always fun to go back. Actually, a lot of times I'll dip in and play old old songs from people that that uh, 
that knew me from from uh, before I got to Nashville and oh, cool. you know did all that stuff. So yeah, cool. So you get to sort of throw it back to them a little bit. That's awesome. That's right. That's you, right. You kind of mentioned how busy you are, and I mean, my question is, how tired are you? Because you've been grinding on this thing for several years now. Oh man, I, well you know it's 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 a good busy, you know I'm I'm so glad to be busy, but right now. I think actually that that show at the camp will be our I've got like 16 shows in 18 days right now and I think that's like maybe the last one or maybe there's one or two after that so we're super busy right now and and uh which is great you know we're trying to chase us another song back up the charts on, on country radio is takes a lot too you know during your week and then you you kind of go hang out with radio during the week and then you're kind of on the road Thursday Wednesday Thursday through Sunday like we leave we leave here tonight and head to Omaha and do all that stuff. So it's great to be busy, but but uh, we definitely are busy. Well, you said 16 shows in 18 days. Yeah, man. And if I remember correctly, the show last night was at the Grand Ole Opry. It sure was, man. We <laughs> we uh we played an Opry show last night, man. It's it's uh it's some of the most fun that uh, that you get to do. You know, I get to invite my you know my mom and my stepdad came up from Arkansas and. I have an aunt that lives in Nashville and her and, and uh, my cousins and stuff, they come out. So it was great, man. Opry's always a, always a great time. Well, and you mentioned your mom and it sounds like you two have a, a pretty close relationship and she gets to experience some cooler parts of your career with you. Like we saw you took her on the Bobby Bones show. Yeah, man. We took her, I took her on Bobby Bones. She didn't know. Like I just, uh, I was like, hey, mom, we're going to go eat breakfast, so kind of, you know, wear some clothes or something. She's like, okay, cool. And so we just pulled up there, and she thought I was just taking her to the show, to the taping. And then they called her in there, and we did that interview. And, man, Bobby interviewed her for like 20 minutes, man. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. That is awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, my mom, but my mom's a G, man. She's she's a badass. You know, another thing that you mentioned on the Bobby Bones interview is uh, your sort of fandom of Daryl Scott and sort of his career. And I, it sounded like that was sort of the goal at the beginning, to sort of be that – you know, that songwriter for other people to put out songs and you kind of have your own like side career. Yeah. Yeah. So I started out, you know, I moved to town to kind of write songs and that's what I thought I would do. I thought I would like write songs for, for artists and then make my own little project, you know, kind of that, like I said, kind of that indie vibe thing that I really like. And, and that's kind of what Daryl Scott did. You know, he wrote so many, so many awesome songs and great day to be alive is probably the biggest one and, and a bunch of others. But then he also put out his own records and they were just, incredible incredible yeah. records and i you know that's kind of the model i had but then you know i for luckily or, or what you know whatever you say you, you know just the way that the the cards were way that life unfolded you know i put out an ep that had prayed for you on it and before i had a record deal and then i got everything going for me so i went from being you know the guy that writes just writes the songs to the guy that, that sings the songs and you know it's just a total it's a different path and and a different uh just a, a, you know, a different than what I thought it would be, but it's still awesome, you know. So, so now, so now I, uh, you know, I sing the songs as well as uh, I, I'm probably more of a of an artist than I am a writer, even though I write all the time, you know, even still. Yeah, I just love that you mentioned him. He's actually one of my favorite songwriters. You know, we, we talked about the chicks coming on air just now. You know, long, yeah, man. his version of "Long Time Gone," I absolutely love it. Oh yeah, man, a hundred percent. You see why? You see why when they heard it, they were like, "Oh man, what a song!" And yeah. they cut it, and it was great. So. You mentioned prayed for you, and uh, I'm going to quote you here. You said that song changed my life almost overnight. Pretty much, man. We put that song out. People started streaming it, and that got us some attraction and some attention. And 
shot a music video and people really streamed it and then they got me a record deal and eventually it got on the radio and we had a number one at country radio for a couple of weeks with that song and then you know that was able to follow it up with another and then you know had other songs on the radio at this point now chasing another one at the of the chart and it's all because of that song and it's all because people uh listened to it and and you know it resonated with them and it mattered to people and you know that's really the goal all the way around is to make music that the people care about and um it's, it's pretty special man that uh that uh, we were able to do that and you've had a couple number ones do you get anything for having a number one do you get some kind of printout or something something you can hang on the wall Oh yeah, man. We they, they they go ahead and give you some plaques when you get a number one song. Oh, cool. Uh, at uh, at country radio and and uh, and we've lucky enough to celebrate it. I think Prayed for You is just about to go double platinum, which is unbelievable. And and everywhere but on is is gold and and uh, knocking on the door platinum there. So and I only say that not to like I know that sounds like douchey or whatever to brag. I don't. <laughs> I just say it. It takes a lot of people to have that kind of success and it takes a lot of people listening to it. So. You know, we're just real grateful, lucky. It's got to be a remarkable feeling to know that that many people love what you're doing. Man, it's pretty great. Uh, I can't, I can't, uh, can't lie. It's, you get to go to different cities, sometimes cities you've never been to or never go to very much, and you get out there and you play music and they know the words. Man, it's unbelievable for sure. If I had two number one country hits or anything even close to that, I would be so unsufferable about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would be that's talking with golf yeah. dude like if i if i had like if i have one good day of playing golf i'm like man it's probably a good thing i'm not great at golf you know and i just have good days every now and then because i would be i would have any friends what do you call not great at golf do you know man, your I'm handicap yeah i'm a 10 you know okay. I'm, I'm all right but yeah. i'm not great that's pretty solid yeah at six seven how far do you drive the ball I can hit it a real long ass way, but I just don't always know which way. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned golf, and you're not too far from Darden now. You ever get a chance to play John Daly's course down there? Man, I've never played Daly's course, but I have played golf with John Daly here in oh. Nashville, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. cool. His tournament's coming up here in a few weeks, actually. Or actually, on shoot, I think on Monday. So uh, yeah, I get to play out there, and oh, it's cool. always a great time, man. Yeah, he's 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 what you think he is. He's he's the goat. Yeah. Do you remember all 18 holes of that round of golf with John Daly? <laughs> I remember John Daly put a golf ball on a 12-ounce bottle of Budweiser <laughs> and hit it 290 yards and didn't crack the bottle. I've seen that, and that just blows my mind because I can't hardly put a golf ball on a tee and not hit the ground below it. He's, he's just incredible. 100%. 100%. Natural talent. Unbelievable. Yep. I met him one time, and uh, kind of like you're saying, everything that you think John Daly is, John Daly is. He strikes yep. me as as good of a personality as he is a golfer, and I love that because a lot of yeah, athletes you get one or the other, and and no, he's both. That that's no fun. man, you can tell he loves people, man. He's you know he's he's been through a lot, you know he battles a lot of demons, I guess, but but he's he's just he's always I you know anytime I I, I couldn't speak to all the time, but any any dealings I've ever had with him, man, he's just a real prince of a guy. So I love the relationship he's got with his son, who now plays at yeah. Arkansas. Yeah, and uh-huh. they just co-signed an NIL deal for him, name, image, likeness, with Hooters. Oh yeah. So his yep. son is a sponsored golfer by Hooters. Yeah, and man. Just the other day, I saw a, a poster story or something about John Daly. He was at Hooters signing butts. Oh and yeah. <laughs> Every Masters yep. week. Yeah. Can't imagine yep. that ever gets old. No, no, I don't think it does. I think I think that doesn't get old. I think just people get old because that sounds. I think that's just fun forever. So forget the number ones, forget the platinums. We play golf with John Daly. Hey, that's, that's it, right? 
That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> we have Matt Stell with us, and this is Arch City Music Podcast from the Barn Studio. We're going to be seeing him June 24th at Lake Wapapella. We're going to have a good time, drink a beer. We're One thousand percent. <laughs> I can't let you get out of here without talking about a couple old ones, though. Yeah. Memphis on the River. Uh-huh. The first song I ever heard from you several years ago. I just love that song so much, and it's just so bluesy. And uh, Yeah, man. You know, kind of where your location is. I'm sure you played Little Rock several times, but, you know, I'm sure Memphis was pretty important to you coming up as well. Oh, yeah, 100%, man. That was the big city, you know, where I kind of close to where I was from. And, and uh, yeah, dude, I mean, that was that was one of the first times I ever wrote that, that people kind of listened to a little bit. And, and uh, man, it was um, – it's incredible, but dude, it, 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 even still to get to go places and, and people still want to hear, you know, music that you used to play and, and, uh, man, it's a ton of fun. And especially when people are singing along, so we might even bust it out at, uh, at the camp. We'll okay. see. Okay. Does that seem like a lifetime ago? Man, it seems like a few chapters ago. That's for sure. Cause yeah. things are, you know, I was busting my ass and working just, just killing myself playing. I mean, in the best way. But I just want to be busy, 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 and and now I'm busy, but in a different way, and you know, but it's all because of music, and and uh, you know, I don't, I don't, uh, things aren't the way they are now without without uh, songs like that, and and uh, yeah, man, that's a that's a special one. And we appreciate the grind, brother, and we appreciate you joining us today. You got to check out mattstell.com. All his tour dates, all his music is on everywhere. Music's available. We're going to be seeing him June 24th, a little over a week from now, at the camp at Lake Wapapella, Matt. Be safe on the road, man. Awesome, fellas. I'll see y'all soon. Never been one to ask for help. I need a mountain move to move myself. I hate the church pew regular twice on Sunday Quote you the scripture kind I'm far from a preacher But I'm a believer
before I knew your name I couldn't see your face But I prayed for you Every tale 